You're listening to More Than a Song, episode 122. Welcome to this episode of More Than a Song. My name is Michelle Nizat, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you discover the truth of Scripture hidden in today's popular Christian music. My goal is to teach you to connect portions of God's Word with the songs you're singing along with on the radio to help you meditate on truths that will transform your way of thinking and ultimately your life. Over and over in Scripture, God instructs His people to remember. The best prayers in the Bible proclaim the goodness of God and His works. And if you read the Old Testament much, you'll see the retelling of the Exodus when God rescued His people, you know, from those 400 years of slavery. They retell it over and over and over again. You find it in Psalms and in prayers and in speeches and in presentations. They spoke of it over and over again to remember. It's near the end of the wandering after the Exodus that we read these instructions given by God through his servant Moses. I'm going to go to Deuteronomy chapter 6 where it says, The Lord your God will soon bring you into the land he swore to give you when he made a vow to your ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It is a land with large, prosperous cities that you did not build. The houses will be richly stocked with goods you did not produce. You will draw water from cisterns you did not dig, and you will eat from vineyards and olive trees you did not plant. When you have eaten your fill in this land, be careful not to forget the Lord who rescued you from slavery in the land of Egypt. Be careful not to forget. In many ways with this podcast, I believe that I have been given access Two cities I did not build. I open my cupboards and they are fully stocked with goods I did not produce. I draw deep waters from cisterns I did not dig. And I'm eating the fruit of vines and trees I did not plant. And because of that today, I want to be careful not to forget. I want to remember why I ventured out to produce this podcast in the first place. Because tucked in my why is my purpose. God's revealed purpose to me, and I want to be careful not to forget. I want to remember my original why, because now you are a part of my why. You are the vines and trees I did not plant, and God has miraculously interwoven our stories for His glory and His renown. I want to remember my original why, because God's Word offers us all that we long for. It offers us that relationship with our God, that fellowship, that koinonia that we talked about a few episodes ago, that 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 koinonia with Father, Son, and Spirit. The Word of God is living and active, and our faith comes from hearing it, and it is breathed out by the very one we long to know, and it's useful. It's useful for teaching and correction and training in right living. It it holds the power of salvation to all who believe. When we can get it in us, it goes to work in us. The Word of God is joy and delight to our hearts as it makes our way prosperous and it gives us success, perhaps not worldly success, but true success, which we begin to understand further by staying in the word. It gives us direction. It's a lamp into our feet and a light for our path. It is so much. 
I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here, but I'm just getting so excited when I think about all that the Word of God is to me and all that I know it can be to you. And ultimately, there are a few things that I want you to get out of today's episode. And so I'm going to consider the parts of the verses that I just read out of Deuteronomy chapter 6. It references large and prosperous cities that I did not build. And I believe that that's God's story in me. And it's a gift that I want to pass to others. It mentions houses stocked with goods that I did not produce. And, you know, my cupboards are full of those, those songs that um, I use every week on the podcast, songs that I did not write and songs I have not performed. Um, I'm drawing from cisterns that I did not dig. And those are that's the wisdom from speakers, the knowledge that I gain from the speakers and the pastors and the authors that I read and the commentaries that I read and the resources that I often refer to. And then the other part, eating from vineyards and trees I did not plant. As I said before, that's you, my listeners. So let's start with my why. Because if you can identify with my why, I think we can continue to be great friends. You know, we learned in episode 119 that we don't have to be in the same city to have fellowship, that koinonia, with one another. We just have to be on the same team. And we have to have that same spiritual partnership and joint participation. And for me, that's joining together in prayer that we will each have an unreasonable desire for God's word. So the greatest gift that God has given me is my testimony, his story through me. I I grew up listening to profound testimonies of salvation. You know, Satanists coming to Christ, rough and tumble soldiers, addicts, you name it, I heard it. And I remember remember as a teenager wanting a more powerful testimony, uh, you know, thinking, gosh, I, nothing like this has ever happened. I haven't come from a dark place like this. But now that I'm an adult, I realize that my testimony, God's story through me is most rare. You see, I don't ever remember a time when I didn't know Jesus Some early stories as told by my grandmother are of me as a child, as early as three, wanting to be sure that I would live with Jesus in heaven forever. So she prayed with me, you know, all the while kind of thinking I was too young, but not wanting to miss out on an opportunity when a child truly, genuinely wants um, salvation. And then as a child of seven, I, I didn't remember that profession of faith I made at three. I mean, I've heard the story, but I didn't remember doing it myself. So I reaffirmed it myself and was baptized at that time. I, but all that to say, I never remember a time when I didn't love and walk with Jesus. I'm not saying I've never sinned. That's far from the truth, but I never left. And as part of this glorious protection of my faith and walk with Christ, he saw fit to place me in a church and in a community with the one thing that I think made the biggest difference in my understanding and love of God's word. God gave me Bible quiz. Now, Bible quiz was almost like an extracurricular activity at church. We would study whole books of the Bible over the course of a quiz season and then compete on teams with other teams from other churches to answer questions about what we studied and even memorized. The best of the best had the books memorized, okay? So when you memorize scripture in this way, you had the confidence that you needed to buzz in on almost every question because you were sure it was locked away in your brain. What a gift that has been for me, not to mention the oodles of sermons and books and Bible studies and read through the Bible years that God saw fit to tuck into his story in my life. 
But when I became a mom, I realized that this was not a sustainable model, at least not the Bible quiz part, because uh, we didn't we don't have Bible quiz in this area that I'm, I'm in. So I sought a solution to help me pass on my love of God's word to my daughter at the time and my daughters now. And now in these early days, 13 years ago, I had already tapped into the idea that a combination of music and scripture could be powerful. And I remembered learning a song one year in summer camp from 1 John, and I remembered it because it was scripture set to music and it even include, included the verse reference. So I started thinking if I could put scripture to music, that could be a powerful tool. I even I even went to so far as to write a couple of songs and asked a musician friend of mine to write music to go along with the melody. But here's the deal. They were really lame. <laughs> they just sounded lame even though my musician friend was um you know incredibly talented, but during that time, I had friends, too, that would be very transparent with me and say, if I don't understand the Bible, if I don't understand this stuff, how am I ever supposed to teach it to my children? So I also knew that whatever I created, I needed to be able to share it beyond just my own children. But here's the thing. Deep down, I doubted I would ever finish the project. I had experiences before where I felt like God had led me to create things and then I had never followed through. And I accepted this accusatory label of starter, not finisher. But I want to take a moment to encourage you. Whenever you hear the voice, whenever the voice that you hear is an accusing voice, you know it's coming from the accuser. So life happens and I would pick up the project and put it down and I would pick it up and I would put it down. And I wrote a couple of Bible studies to go along with the songs that I had been able to kind of eke out over the months and years, but never packaged them, didn't really know how to present them to the world, didn't really know where to go with it. Then God saw fit to bring some new believers into my life and I began working through God's word with them and they were so hungry and excited. And so with this kind of project, quote unquote, still sitting at the back of my mind, on a road trip to Tennessee one day, I was listening to Every Good Thing by the Afters, and I thought of these ladies that I was walking through God's Word with. And you see, one of the very first things that new believers do is they often change the music that they're listening to. So they start listening to Christian music. And on that trip, the thought occurred to me, I wish my ladies knew that when they listened to the lyrics of this song, that those lyrics were coming straight from the book of James. And thus came my first aha moment. I don't have to write the songs. They've already been written. So there it is, a large and prosperous city I did not build. God alone wove his story into my life. And it's kind of an unbelievable thing, a treasure that he chose me. And this leads me to houses stocked with goods that I did not produce. These songs that are playing on the radio is a cupboard stocked full to the brim with songs written by others and is the premise of this podcast. So my first aha moment came that July on my way to Tennessee. 
But the next one happened at a conference I attended later that same year in the month of November. So at this marketing conference, the speaker uh, talked about podcasting as a tool to build your platform. And I had often listened to sermons on a podcast. I had actually recently begun to listen to marketing uh, podcasts because that's what I do and what I love. But it was like the curtains opened and angels just started singing, ah. When I considered creating my own podcast to take Christian music, remember my my cupboard's full of songs I did not write myself, and point people back toward God's word, it was then that I realized I had not failed God, but that he had a plan in his own timing, and that I had not missed it but that I was, in fact, in step with him. You see, podcasts didn't even exist in 2003 when I had my first daughter and started this project. Although preachers with tape ministries, they were really on to something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, there were radio shows, but that those, they were not accessible to regular people like me. And I say all of this to say, and I pray that this is an encouragement to you, to any of you who think you have somehow missed it and that God is mad at you and done with you because you missed what he asked you to do. My friend, I assure you, he is not mad at you. Just stay faithful to what he places before you and wait patiently for him to reveal and to move because that is what he has done for me. So I ditched my really lame songs, but not before God had given me clear purpose and direction found in a simple verse in Psalm 119, 15. Uh, I, I love Psalm 119, and this is where I want to introduce the Bible Interaction Tool exercises for the week. I call them BITES, B-I-T-E, Bible Interaction Tool exercises. I pray that they help you take a bite out of Scripture. These are just little activities that I do naturally that I hope can help you you create habits that you that you can interact with God's Word effectively. But my first one is to read in context. So verse 15 is a nice key verse, but Psalm 119 is an entire psalm. And it's kind of a doozy, but it's worth it. It's it's a long one. So go ahead and read Psalm 119 in context. Uh, I completed a word study. So that's another bite that you can do is to use a tool like BibleHub.com to... to, um, complete a word study. I did a word study on the word meditate. I'll talk about that in a minute. And then the next bite is to actually meditate on God's word. So let's jump into what that might look like. So again, Psalm 119.15 says, I will meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. And if we take that first bite and we read all of Psalm 119, we see many, many verses and phrases where David is talking about his love and devotion for the word of God, for God's statutes, his laws, his precepts, his path for living. It's a beautiful psalm. And it and reading the entire thing only illuminates verse 15 to a greater degree. So when I took the next bite and I completed a word study of the word translated meditate here, I found what I what I thought. I mean, I found that it was it means to consider or to ponder. But then I saw this. It can also be translated sing. I can meditate on God's word when I sing. It makes sense, right? You know, you're speaking it out loud when you're singing and it's filed away, tucked away using rhythm and rhyme. So singing God's word is a wonderful way to meditate on it. 
So I knew that singing was the link. The power of music was the link. And that leads me to remember my why of this podcast. The power is in the word of God. His way is to tell us all about himself through story and song, through victory and tragedy, through the compilation of words and letters to us that we call the Holy Bible. My why is that when I discover and meditate on God's word, whether it's singing it or just thinking about it, pondering it, spending time in it, it changes the way I think. It changes me. It changes the trajectory of my life and it brings me in step with the creator of my soul who created me on purpose, with a purpose, for his purposes. And remembering for me means staying true to helping you discover and meditate on God's word. I just happen to be using the power of music to help us do that. The music, my cupboard full of music that I did not write or perform, the music is the vehicle by which God has given me access to you to inspire you to follow hard after him through a dedication to reading and understanding and knowing his ways. And I do that from drawing from cisterns I did not dig. You know, every once in a while, God will give me fresh revelation, meaning I didn't read it or hear it from somewhere, some, someone else. I heard it straight from him. Uh, and I love those moments. It's so exciting. But more often than not, I am a curator of information and revelation that God has chosen to give to others. You know, I draw from the cistern of my own pastor and the pastors that I've worshipped under over the course of my lifetime. I draw from the cisterns of authors and commentaries. I draw from the cisterns of Bible studies I've taken and lectures I attend and podcasts I listen to. I do my best to gather and assemble a few of these thoughts to add flavor and background, always with the goal to point you back to God's word for yourself. And that leads me to eating from vineyards and trees I did not plant. You. God has blessed me with you. I don't deserve any of you. I did not plant you. God did. And through the many wonderful servants your lives represents, if anything i get to i get the honor to water the seeds of faith that others have planted in your soul and i am blown away at the fruit on these vines i have received a voicemail from kim in south korea precious to me because although you hear my voice every week i rarely get to hear yours and then she mails me photos of soul and a handwritten letter what Nobody handwrites letters anymore. These are precious to me. God allowed me recently to be a speaker at a women's retreat in Maryland. But I wasn't in Maryland, but my podcast was. Through my podcast, when Carolyn, one of my listeners, played one of my podcasts as sort of a guest speaker and then sent me a photo of the group so I could see all of your sweet faces. Or Linda and her husband and their life group in British Columbia, they use the podcast and the songs as their topics each week for their life group this last year. And the whole group sent me a treasured video wishing me a Merry Christmas so I could see your faces and hear your voices as well. Or what about that youth pastor that took time to write me and say how he was using it with his student home group? Or Steph and Connie, who both had questions about starting up their own blogs, just following God's leading in their own spirits. And folks from around the world, not 
that I would elevate Nigeria over Nebraska or South Africa over South Carolina. But wow, God is doing something here beyond anything I had ever considered all those years ago, just wanting to find a way to pass my own spiritual heritage to my children. The fruit on these vines reminds me of the grape clusters. You know those ones that the Israelites, the the spies plucked from uh, the promised land? They were so large it took two of them to carry it on a pole between them. That is how I feel about you. Amazing. So like the scripture instructs, I have taken this episode to remember. I've taken this episode so that I do not forget the Lord. Because it says, when you've eaten your fill of this land, be careful not to forget the Lord. And over these past 122 episodes, spanning over two years of weekly diving into God's word and linking it back to our meditation vehicle of choice, which is Christian music, I'm careful not to forget the Lord and not to fail to thank him for you. Now, last week, I promised you music, and I haven't forgotten. We all know the power of music. It's woven into the soundtrack of our lives. A song can actually transport us to a place and time, perhaps forgotten without that link. And there was a song in my past that reminds me that God is always there, waiting in his word to speak to me. If I will only meet him there and listen It's by Out of the Gray, and it's entitled, He is Not Silent. Here's just a glimpse of it. is not silent. He is not whispering. We are not quiet. We are not listening. So powerful and so true. So what's next? Well, I think a great place to sit for a while this week is Psalm 119. It holds 176 verses of meditations and prayers relating to the word of God. The psalm is an acrostic of 22 stanzas. There's one for each letter of the Hebrew alphabet, and then the eight poetic lines of each stanza begins with the same Hebrew letter. I know you're not going to see that because it's translated into English, but as you read through it, that's why there's a lot of repetition because it's an acrostic poem. Uh, So let the words of this psalm become the meditations of your heart, and don't forget to listen to what God may be saying to you. And then while you're in God's word this week, let me know how you're doing. Email me, michelle at michellekneezat.com. Hop on Twitter at michellekneezat or Facebook, Michelle L. Nizat. Let's talk about what you're learning. And before I tell you what song will be featured next week, I want to shout out to Sherry from Texas, Kristen from Nevada, Keely from Arkansas, Deanne from Alabama, Kathy from Nicaragua, Sarah from Ohio, Laurie from California, Dominabo from Nigeria, and Debbie from Ohio. These are my newest subscribers to my website. Welcome. Now, the benefit of subscribing is that I will email you once a week, and in that email, you'll get a weekly memory verse resource to display on your smartphone, your tablet, your desktop, or you can print it out. You get an email recap of the week's episode. I call those my show notes. And you get instant access to any of the resources I create for my episodes from time to time. 
All of that is just my way to say thank you for listening. So head over to michellekneesat.com to subscribe today. And then don't miss an episode of my podcast. You can subscribe directly in iTunes or Stitcher Radio for Android users. While you're there, you can leave me, if you wouldn't mind leaving me a written review and a star rating, it encourages me, but it helps me also stay visible to new listeners and gives me some credibility. And as always, if you take time to review my podcast, I will take the time to personally thank you right here on the podcast. Well, that's it for this episode of More Than a Song. Next week, I will use the song Abide With Me by Matt Marr. If you liked this episode, would you mind sharing it with others? I've made it really easy. With just one click, you can share via Facebook, Twitter, or email. Just head over to michellekneesat.com forward slash one, two, two. While you're there, I'd love to hear from you. Click on comment to join the conversation. Until next time, take time to meditate on God's word and consider his ways.